to the right perspective. Today, we're going to recap and discuss the Lethal Weapon movie franchise, four action comedy films that star Mel Gibson and Danny Glover and were directed by Richard Donner. It includes Lethal Weapon, Lethal Weapon 2, Lethal Weapon 3, and Lethal Weapon 4. Lethal Weapon came out in 1987 and had a budget of $15 million and a box office of $120 million. Lethal Weapon 2 in 89 had a budget of $30 million and a box office of $228 million. Lethal Weapon 3 in 92 had a budget of $35 million and a box office of, wait for it, $321 million. Lethal Weapon 4 came out in 98 and had actually a budget of 100 to 150 million and had a box office of 286 million. So clearly, clearly the, the numbers tell a very compelling story about whether this, this franchise is a classic. If there was even a TV they series. They could have retired off of that. Clearly. There was even a TV series spinoff that ran for three seasons on Fox from September 2016 to February 2019. And I will tell you all that it's reported that Lethal Weapon 5 is in the works. For some, all of this, you know, and frankly, the lifespan of this movie franchise alone would be enough to consider these movies, uh, 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 you know, a classic. But today we will determine whether they are classics from the right perspective. We'll do a recap, discuss the movie, and then we'll take a vote using a voting symbol that we will pick especially for this discussion. But let's start with intros. Kick us off, bro. Hi, I'm Aubrey Wright. I'm the oldest. I'm Janiah Wright. I'm the middle. Hi, I'm Brittany Wright, and I'm the youngest. (laughs) Y'all, it's the Lethal Weapon Mm -hmm. franchise, okay? And it's it's also the kickoff for us for season two of The Right Perspective. That's it. <laughs> season two. Fireworks. Episode one. <laughs> I, knew you were do, I knew you were gonna do that. <laughs> oh my gosh, y'all. And you know what? It's so funny because we had so much time to think about a voting symbol for this. And I really only came up with two options. Mm. Um, <laughs> All right. Uh, I I still am very intrigued. And I just want to name for you all, okay, that in prior, uh, you know, Right Perspective episodes, we have had gun, we've had badge, okay? So I would just encourage us to think outside the box a little bit. Um, I just want to name that for all of us if we just want to kind of just challenge ourselves. She's really outside the box. (laughs) Oh, you better just buckle, buckle up. Okay. The first voting symbol is the fishing boat. Now, the fishing boat, as you all remember, it's really a symbol of Murtaugh's elusive retirement, right? And it's also one of those things that really is about, um, it's always out there and they almost use it as a gauge about his like readiness to leave the force. Um, and so it's just to me, because the movie is like, um, you know, the arc of the franchise is about, you know, their, the juxtaposition of these two different cops in terms of where they are and their professional trajectory. There's something about that, uh, that elusive 
kind of can he have his fishing boat retirement that to me does kind of sum up the movies potentially second recommendation is uh, for voting symbol is the countdown okay and listen that was an ongoing shtick where they would be like okay we're going to come out and get them on the count of three (laughs) but how's the countdown a symbol because you can just say does it get your countdown and the answer can be yes or no (laughs) get your count down and what's so good about it is it's one of those things that we see them norm in it over time. And so it truly is, again, it's about their, the arc of their relationship and the rhythm of their relationship growing. And so it goes from being an indicator that they're out of sync to almost an inside joke between the two of them uh, in terms of the way they use the countdown. And so it's one of those things that punctuates the arc of their, their closeness and their relationship. Those are my recommendations for potential voting symbols. I got to say, Janai, I got to say, those are actually not bad. They're, they're not, they're not bad. The yes, boat season two, was a little, the boat right. was a little, but, and, and I'm going to tell you, when I first heard the countdown, I, I wasn't convinced, but, <laughs> but you brought me around. You brought me around with the, with the explanation and it is very prevalent in the Lethal Weapon franchise. Absolutely. The three countdown. Mm-hmm. It's it such is. a fun little It is because part. in because in Lethal Weapon, um was it uh it was in Lethal Weapon three, uh when he first, you know, when he's first meeting Lorna and she's and they they're about to <laughs> attack and they're they're like right. doing the countdown like what and she went on too and it was like what you're supposed to wait till three right you know, so, <laughs> so it, it was yeah. it was it was it was very prevalent. they kept it running uh, it as a trope prevalent. yeah it was very prevalent now i i definitely had a more i was going for a bullet ah i was going for a bullet oh uh, yeah was the, hollow, the hollow the hollow bullet tip, the hollow tip even though the it wasn't a hollow tip bullet that he had in his head which always <laughs> bothers me but that aside, that's, I would never even have known that. That I know nobody like literally. That's the only thing that's ever bugged in you. this whole friend. Yeah, the only thing that ever bugged that's me. inconsistent. But but, yeah. but um anyway, so uh, but the whole point was is that uh, first of all, lethal weapon. You know, uh, Riggs is the lethal weapon, right? And uh, obviously, the bullet is the representation of of that and that was at the beginning of his art mm. when he uh connected with Danny that's good because but I, I, that's I, good I, bro I th- because that yeah. bullet is also it is it was an indication of his mental state mm-hmm. at that's the beginning of their relationship and there was a moment where he handed it over yeah. you know Riggs hands it over to Murtaugh and it's like the the it is the moment where their partnership is that's like solidified. Yeah. That's a good one, yeah, bro. So that's good. All right, where you at, Britt? What, what'd you get? What'd you come up with just now? Because <laughs> you know it was. I know game you... time. We call her game time Brit. That's right. <laughs> Crack rock, a gun, 
Season two was or an explosion. I didn't think it was coming back. Season two was going so well. Season two was going so well. (laughs) How did how did Lethal Weapon one open up? A nose. It was not crack. She was snorting. She snorted. And I said, there it is, those right. drugs. I, I would love I just, drugs. I, just, I would love to leave that in season so, one of the right perspective. I would love to so, leave it in season one. I didn't know what's coming Stop with getting into movies season with two. drugs. Stop <laughs> getting movies with drugs in them. We wouldn't have to worry about it. Cop movies are always going to have some kind of drugs. Well, <laughs> and there's your crack right. <laughs> And so, what was your other one, sis? Just, you said crack rock and guns and explosions. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's never really much to discuss with them. Yeah. Those. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I keep this simple like, to the point. You, you yeah. There were the guns point. in every movie. There were explosions. You know, I, I'm not. You know, I'm not going to hate the explosion here. option though, because you yeah, know the, what? The, the explosion There's, option is not bad. Honestly. It's not bad because at all. It, it, and it would be you could find an explosion emoji or little symbol easily. Yes. When someday we go back and make you edit these and put <laughs> little, Im, little, 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 little images. <laughs> but all right, so I don't hate explosion. I don't right, because so it's got, something some really that's good. So, got some really... clearly a clear part of this franchise. It is we the got... big. They explosion. were always getting in trouble by their captain. Yep. <laughs> You're I'm ruining like... things. Why are you always ruining things? In this <laughs> <laughs> You're just ruining things. Just ruining. They have. <laughs> they have. Uh, we have some good options. Yeah. I, but I, for me, I think I'm. I think I like the countdown. Mm. I think I like. I think I my like vote's that. for the countdown. <laughs> you know that song just to me really brings. Man, it I wish, I wish, I Let's wish go. stuff couldn't get copyright infringed. Right. <laughs> countdown. That would be dope to play it in a little clip, but we can't. Countdown. It's okay. I sung it. All right, you did. And that's okay. Maybe by season original. three, we'll actually start to license things. Hey, there we go. <laughs> Hashtag goals. Hashtag goals. So, so what's your vote, The countdown. countdown. Let's go. Countdown. All right, countdown. So, we're seeing if the Lethal Weapon franchise gets our countdown. Gets our countdown. All right. Yes. So let's get into it. All right. Hit us with the hit us with the the the, the recap for the four movie recap. It's going to be mishmash. It's going to be so tight. It's going to be so tight. And the other thing is, if you're new to our podcast, you need to know we are all about spoilers. Spoiler alert. We at the top of every podcast, we do a full recap because we know there's some, we're talking about old movies. And so sometimes people haven't seen it in a while. They didn't get a chance to refresh. And some people who haven't seen it, but want to enjoy the podcast. So we we are riddled with spoilers. They're everywhere. Okay. Let's get into our recap. So to and fro. <laughs> to and fro. Hither and thither. The Lethal <laughs> Weapon franchise centers around two Los Angeles police officers. The first, Martin Riggs, played by Mel Gibson, becomes suicidal after the death of his wife in a car crash. He's a lone wolf that lives in a trailer with his dog. Even though he's an expert martial artist and a sharpshooter, a combo that makes him a 
lethal weapon. Nobody wants to work with him because he takes unnecessary risks. Okay. Some people think he's faking it so he can get a psycho pension and others, including the police therapist, think he's actually losing it. Riggs ends up getting partnered with Roger Murtaugh, who is played by Danny Glover. And Murtaugh is a by-the-book cop who is a family man with a wife and three kids. He is 50, and he is happily only a few years from spending his retirement on a fishing boat. Hence, this character's iconic refrain, I'm too old for this shit. (laughs) The two immediately clash, but of course it ends up being a recipe for great police work. In the first movie, Riggs and Murtaugh's investigation of a murder uncovers an international drug trafficking ring that has ties to government officials, military, big business, mercenary groups, you name it. There are shootouts with helicopters, a hostage situation with Murtaugh's daughter, a prostitute's house gets blown up, Riggs is tortured by a bad guy, and many other action-packed moments that wreck a ton of public and private property. By the end of the first movie... (laughs) By the end of the first movie, Riggs and Murtaugh have shut down the drug ring and they have started to become friends. By the second movie, they have moved beyond friendship to real and true partnership. They are in their groove. Riggs is like a part of the Murtaugh family. This time, the ginormous insidious drug ring they are investigating is out of South Africa and is being run by people with diplomatic power and immunity. And they are apartheid loving racists on top of everything else. (laughs) What do you do when the bad guys can legally do whatever they want in your country? Well, I'm glad you asked. The answer can be summed up in five words. Boom, pow, bang, crash, wham. More public and private property damage. And listen, you know the the bad guys were not going to get away this time for three reasons. Number one, Riggs and Murtaugh have an undying passion for justice. Number two, they had an annoying witness in protective custody named Leo Getz, played by Joe Pesci. (laughs) And number three, the bad guys killed Riggs' current girlfriend and revealed that they had killed his wife to distract him from taking them down in a prior case of his. By the end of that movie, the diplomatic immunity of the bad guys had been revoked because they were dead. And Murtaugh and Riggs are more in sync than ever. And Riggs is on the path to closure because he has avenged the murder of his wife. And Lethal Weapon 3, Murtaugh is literally finally days away from retirement and his family is counting down. In fact, they're about to sell their house. And surprise, Leo gets Joe Pesci is back as their real estate agent. Riggs is more well-adjusted than we've ever seen him. And this time, the bad guys are not drug dealers. They're arms dealers. And not just any arms dealers. They are former and corrupt cops. More than 15,000 guns have been stolen from a police storage unit. And they are making their way to drug dealers and young people on the streets. Well, Riggs and Murtaugh are not going to stand for that. And this time they have another teammate, Laura Nicole, Nicole, who's played by Renee Russo from Internal Affairs, a fierce investigator that gives Riggs a run for his money in more ways than one. (laughs) Guns, bombs, helicopters, cars, trains, the bad guys are taken down. And surprise, Murtaugh decides not to retire. And it's a good thing, too, because in Lethal Weapon 4, Chinese mobsters led by Wah Sing Koo, played by Jet Li, are engaging in human trafficking, 
printing counterfeit money and working with corrupt government officials to release top criminals from prison. Riggs and Murtaugh and Detective Butters, a young cop played by Chris Rock, are on the case. And the stakes are higher than ever because the bad guys come for their families. Riggs and Lorna have a baby on the way. Murtaugh is expecting a grandchild. Exploding houses, car chases, underwater shootouts. The bad guys are done. And while Riggs and Murtaugh are not walking away from the game or retiring, they both acknowledge that they have other priorities now and are probably getting a little too old for this shit. The end. That was excellent. <laughs> that was excellent. And listen, here's the thing about- <laughs> That one was fun to right. to that the was, left of them. That one was <laughs> to the right to try to get four movies in, I gotta tell y'all, that was actually fun. Uh, well, that I mean, was a fun action packed. We're done here. Good night. The thing, the thing is, the, and, and I'm gonna tell you, like, I they talk, they talk about, they've been talking about *Lethal Weapon* five forever, but I, I actually, they oh, they put out a date. They put I out know, a date. I know, but it, it hasn't been the first time. Oh, so, 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 so okay. I and the director died. He just died. He just he, passed yeah, away. They, they did, but I don't think that. I, I think theoretically, Mel Gibson could do it. Yeah. But um, as far as directing, but I, but I'm so torn because as much as I love these movies, and these were actually suggested by Britney. Ah. But but I, but. I think Brittany suggests them as, you know, this is a classic. It's a, yeah, well, you know, that we should watch. But for me, <laughs> I, and you all know how I get, I love, love, you know, the Lethal, the lethal Weapon franchise. And so when you're it saying was, that, that, that a five wouldn't, like, I'm what, saying, what makes what, you what, nervous what, about a potential Lethal Weapon five? What I'm saying is, is four capped off the series perfectly yeah and um they were you know even with the uh the way that it all got together with them taking a picture also yeah. if you notice the um the people the cast like the kids and, and the wife they haven't had like huge acting careers outside of the movies but they all were in all of the movies that's true and um I don't think they're going to be able to accomplish that, you know, with this. So I, I wouldn't want to see like, um, because of different things that are going on, I wouldn't want to see recasting. So I, I, I now let me say this. If Lethal Weapon 5 comes out, I <laughs> shall be in the very first showing yeah. of the movie. Yeah. Period. But I'm just saying I will have like a butterfly in my stomach because like the Bourne trilogy was, you know, the uh, Bourne identity, Bourne supremacy, and the Bourne um, ultimatum. Ultimatum, though. But then they came up with that. I haven't one. even seen it because I I reject its existence. How dare you have a different person that's not Jason and Bourne? It was called Born Legacy or Born. But but but, but, the, but the but the thing was is that I was okay with that premise because they were delving in deeper into the lore, but it wasn't a born movie. Like mm -hmm. like like it, so so 
that's what infuriated me about it. Mm. You know, like all the Bourne movies have certain elements. There's he's gonna do a whole bunch of killing, whole bunch of that, but <laughs> everyone he had a one-on-one fight with somebody who was serious. You know what I'm saying? Everyone, like oh, in the yeah. first, the first one, the dude who came through the window. There's the always one, a contemporary. It's like that, a peer. It's like a peer who was in. That's what I'm saying. I remember, I remember one thing from that franchise, and that he was running on the roofs. So that's good. it. I that don't remember scene, anything else. That's, that's all you need. That was That was important. And then he was he was on the way to do <laughs> that was the third major fight between him and Dash, and when he was running over those, Brittany, yeah. Let me That's tell all I remember you, my my excitement when he was running on the roofs, and and he jumped through the window. And he jumped, and then they cut the sound, and he hit that window like, and then it was just on. So the point I'm trying to make is that is one of those movies where it's like if I if I happen to turn it on. And I have an engagement, something that I need somewhere I need to be. I might just be a little late. Yeah, I might be a little late. Even though late. it's on television, I could pull it up on any streaming service. But if I happen to ponce it, it, ca- it catches you. It gets, I just, it, it ca- like, it ca- and so it's so and, well done. And so I don't want to get to where we're trying the wrong to make movies. is, yep, is that all the lethal weapon movies. I was lethal a little off. weapon movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm bringing it back because what I'm saying is, yes. is that all the lethal weapon movies are lethal weapon movies. Yeah. They weren't trying to reinvent the wheel. They no. followed the formula that they worked, sure did. And they gave it to the fans every single yes, they time. Did, bro. And so I just don't want to see that ruined. Ruined. The recipe. So. Mm-hmm. So that, that's why I would be nervous. But yeah. I would be there. Yeah. Yeah, it's risky. It's I risky be with there. the director dying, too. That's the other thing. Yeah. It's like, that's, yeah. it's going to be some new blood. And it's like, what about the old blood? that had it figured out. Yeah, that's tricky. You know? Sis, what is your thought? What's your reaction to a possibility of a Lethal Weapon 5? I'm going to see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Brittany's like, will there be crack rocks in it? <laughs> Listen, if there are drugs, I am there. <laughs> um, because you know what? I think about um Bad Boys 3. Mm-hmm. Was it three? Yep. And just how those directors they were new, they weren't anyone that you know. They grew up seeing those movies mm. and they were able to still continue the essence of yeah. Mike Larry and um, of course I can't think of Martin Lawrence's Marcus. character's name right now. Thank Marcus. you, Marcus. They were able to, you know, keep the essence of Mike and Mark mm-hmm. Marcus in that mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. And so I and then they were able, they also were able to bring back people. Um, and, and, you know, all from the old characters, even if it was just for a moment, yeah. they were able to bring them back into the movie. So I think it could be done and I think it can be done, oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. but it has to be, it just has to be somebody who is respectful of the franchise yeah. and not go. trying to just create, you know, recreate the wheel, yeah. you know, and especially with knowing that Murtaugh and Riggs are old. So that needs to be part of it. Mm-hmm. He was 50 in the first movie. How old is he now? Right. You know, so we're 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 needing to make sure that that is just a, a part of an element. So I would love to see 
how the kids, if they're like married and if they have their own kids, these new babies, how old are they? Like, you know, just seeing how they were put all that in. So I I would would definitely go see it. They better come with it. (laughs) If they do, if they do it. They better do it. That's all I know. There are so many action stars that are out there that could really do justice. I mean, uh, to these, I, I, um, these characters. In the other, in my other concern, and as you all know, if you've heard any of our podcasts, you know when I like a movie. We we don't know where Janai and Brittany fall yet, but you know when I like a movie, I, I didn't to monopolize because I'm excited, and I feel like I've been getting better. The right though, perspective featuring Aubrey, right? <laughs> even though my sisters rend me constantly. <laughs> And and don't recognize my growth. I am working. You got to grow first. You got to grow first. I'm making a note about things we're going to discuss offline. Okay, and that's 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 number one. Moment, okay, that we'll discuss outside of podcast land. All right, but what I did to further my growth. What did Jill Scott say? Show me, show me, show me. What she said. Jill said that. Come on, Jill. That's oh, you just <laughs> better be glad. You just better be glad I'm not going to drop you off this but, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to drop you and say we had technical difficulties. <laughs> well, but what I did <clears throat> to control myself, I wrote down a list of bullets. Oh, hashtag preparation. Bullet points. All right. I wrote out a list of bullets. The question is, and how the, many sub bullet points? I these bullet love. Points? I love. I love and, a and, list, and when it's bulleted, oh man! If this, if this, and here, look, You're here's, cooking here's, with fire. Here's the thing. <laughs> and I feel though, and I know this is not normally the format, but I feel as though since I'm being very open that obviously this movie is a classic to me. I feel like we could go through the bullets and use those as the jumping off points for the conversation. And that way it. I can control myself. <laughs> Brittany, you're acting like this is not a good idea. I thought this was a great way. It's a great to idea. Ra- to rein myself in. I love it. I think it's a top-notch plan, bro. Be all I plan. love it. Let's do it. I because will just say, I will just say, at this point, none of us knows how many bullets there are. Right. Um, <laughs> are they going to, are they grouped in a way that's going to lead what? us through? I, listen, I kept, I kept on simple. What? Because what's what, not that many mean? <laughs> listen. Let's do it, sis. Let's give in. Let's do it. I'm Girl, in. Take I'm all in. in. All right. Take so, it so, so, And the reason why I, what made me think about it is that our conversation was going into my one of my first bullets and the re the things that one of the things that i loved about the franchise is that the movies were all simple and entertaining and they dealt with issues at the same time but were never heavy-handed and what what i'm what i'm saying is is that, um, so this is a two-sided thing I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. The first side of it is that that's bullet number one of why I love these movies. It's like, you come in, you got the, 
you figure out what's going on, and then you got the you got the good guys, you got the bad guys, and, and, and <laughs> we're, we're going at here. it. And like they'll have the message. They talked about apartheid. They talked about um, uh, drugs in the community. They yep. talked. They but they didn't do it overhanded. And so I love that. And that's one thing I will be concerned about with another movie because nowadays everybody starts off with messages and try to like back into. And every movie isn't about that. Lethal Weapon is about going to see Riggs jump out of a perfectly good car and chase another one on foot. So That's reckless. what Lethal Weapon is about. So reckless. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And bro, I, I, absurd. I, I, so far, your bullets are top notch because so you know what, bro? Bullet. That's so good. Because Wait, you know, I'm sorry. What was the bullet? So the bullet is all right. My, so Brittany, my, we're gonna my, use my our reason. listening skills. We're going to use our listening skills <laughs> no, no, for the I, podcast. I, I, I feel I, like he said the words the, bu- of the bullet. The I bullet, felt like he was no, leading up to the bullet. And I was like, no, that's the, the bullet. The bullet is they, my number one reason why I love the Lethal Weapon franchises mm. is that they all have simple, entertaining mm. plots. Got it. That touch on issues, not heavy handed. Yep. And that, that, nice. that's, that that's that was Got my it. my first um I'm in there. Well, bro, uh, on, yeah. on the topic of bullets, I will say that this is a these me and Brittany did a little prep. And um backstory, backstory for, for the listeners. We're recording now on our second go at a podcast recording session. There was a first go where our brother was so tardy that we ended up just not doing it okay that first night and me and Brittany used that time to really put some bullets together bro and this is where we're having the mind meld because me and Britt literally went movie by movie and we were like what were all of the sub messages that they put out there that were not heavy-handed we literally went movie by movie and for that very reason bro And of course, I took top notch. Yeah, and we go check this out. We hadn't even discussed this. Prior. We didn't even discuss this, this it. This is just happening. It's just this happening. Is just happening. But I'm that's what. But that, but that goes. That's to show, so way him. <laughs> that goes to show how well they did it. <laughs> that we didn't debrief it as a group, but it's something that's so important to the discussion of these movies. Please, you hit know? Me with the bullets. Please. So the me. first movie they they hit on suicide and the stigmas around mental health. They hit on grieving. They hit on. Um, you know, the relationship between communities and police, you know, and they hit on corruption at the highest levels of business and government. And they did, they hit all of those things. None of them were the primary message, but you walked away like, "Mm," at least a little bit because they hit on it enough. And the way that they did it, they, they brought, they hit those topics in ways that served the story. And so as you're watching, uh, no one said, man, there is a ton of stigma around mental health. And so the cops are really not giving, giving Riggs a fair chance to, no one said that, but it was clearly what it was happening. You know, no one said, ah, the police. And the community don't get along. But at the same time, they found themselves interviewing some kids at one of the crime scenes. And 
the kid, one of the kids says to the other kid, a, a black kids, when the police try to interview them, the kid says to the other kid, don't tell him your name. He's going to put you in jail. Mama That's says true. policemen shoot black people. Is that true? That was it. They didn't have to pop out with message. It was just right, like, exactly. It was just, it was part of what was happening. It, but they did it enough that you could catch it. For the second movie, we listed racism and apartheid, diplomatic immunity, y'all. They mm-hmm. really raised that, like, this is this needs to be discussed. And then that little boycotting of tuna. Mm-hmm. That was another wow. one. Yeah, that was another one. That was another one. Third movie, they hit on police co- corruption. They hit on the, the complexities of being a black police officer. And again, did it deftly. They hit on gun control, you know? And it was like that conversation of like, they could have had any kid die, but they had a situation where Murtaugh ended up shooting and killing a child that he grew up with. And in processing that, he said things like, um, you know, he, they, he, they, they um, referenced genocide. You know, as a way to storytell what's happening, you know, in terms of the, 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 the guns being out of control in some communities. Right. right. So, and then in the fourth movie, we had immigration, human trafficking, modern day slavery. We had nativism, you know, which is just that, you know, protecting the interests of quote unquote native born inhabitants of a place um, against those immigrants, which is completely hypocritical. Yeah. In a country like America, it makes no sense whatsoever. And then um, about how money circumvents laws. You remember that line from the um, insist you called out That's that right. line That's from right. Jet Li's laws character. America, America has, has laws, written, laws but by written by men, men, but money can change everything. That's right. That the was our is, list. That was our it, list, and we sat pretty. It took us. We took us a minute, but we literally mined through. And we we tried to catch them all, you know. Yes, I love it. But that's such a good first bullet, bro. And I think I think you're right. I mean, if 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 they were to continue this franchise, they would have to honor this. And it makes you wonder if they did it in the television show. I haven't watched the television show. Did y'all watch the television show? I have did. y'all seen any of it? I did. I watched it all. Did they do this in the show, bro? The show um, was entertaining. Uh, but it, it it was a different feel. They weren't you know getting I mean? on a gap. So, so I, and it wasn't memorable enough for me to, you know, that would be all another conversation. Totally. I, I, yeah, yeah. That, but so, anyway, you answered the yeah. question. They didn't really mm-hmm. do that. Okay. Yeah. That not that I remember anyway. Not, not not that I not that I remember. I mean, I'm sure they must have. But like you said, I will hope if it went forward. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gosh. And man, anyway, I know we got to keep going. I know you got more bullets, but I just, sis, I was just remembering we were reflecting on like, um, (coughs) you know, that scene with those kids talking to the police officers, you know, Mm -hmm. it was just, anyway, it's just, it was just such, it was just so well done. Yeah, it it definitely was. They did a great job and bringing all the uh, social issues in and how um i will tell you my initial thought process for lethal weapon 
I realized I had only seen Lethal Weapon 4. Mm-hmm. And it made yeah. sense when I looked at the dates of when all the other movies came out. So mm-hmm. what was that? 87, 90, what, three? Right, right, right. right, right. And like, so all the, I was born in 85, so I mm-hmm. wasn't old enough yeah. to they even be watching. Or, them. No, like, it was 87, or, 89, 92. Mm-mm. Yeah, I, no. I wasn't old enough to see any of these movies, and if and I didn't, and if I was old enough, I didn't care about action <laughs> movies at that time, mm-hmm. and so I only remembered really four when it came out. Yeah, and I just remember Lethal Weapon being so funny, and so I just assumed that that was going to be how every of the movie, all the movies were real these lethal weapon movies are pretty dramatic they yeah, have their funny good parts yeah. They, they, they got, yeah they got they increasingly mix, funny yeah like, but when it first started it was right. very dramatic yeah, funny and, parts. It, and, it, it, and it was still funny but it had Fun parts. funny like mm. funny parts but it was still very was dramatic heavy. how it, it was, was dealing with issues and it caught it me heavy. off guard and so but i appreciate that they yeah, did that because they that. were dealing with very serious issues and so to have someone like a Riggs dealing with suicide the loss of his Mm. wife and then getting to be partners with someone like a Murtaugh who's more stable um and is ready to challenge him in a way because at one point he gave Murtaugh a gun and said do it okay I mean if you want to just go ahead let me let me ask you this Riggs didn't want to because I'm curious, because you brought up an interesting point, because you saw the fourth one first, mm-hmm. and then you saw the first one, you know, when we started this this mm-hmm. series. Now, I know that that was dramatic shift in tone from four to one. But another thing I liked is that they did increase the comedy, but I felt as though the shift was not jarring if you watched them in order. Did you get <laughs> that same feel? Or did you feel like it was a, you know, like a dramatic shift from like three to four? No, I didn't feel like it was dramatic. I felt like it was gradual. And I felt as though those that casted the movie, they casted them so well. Normally people were adding, they'll add new blood to a movie mm-hmm. because we just need someone to freshen up, you know, the next movie. And this they person is did not. That. They did well, that. well, no, 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 I'm saying they, they need someone to freshen it up. This person is not gelling with the cast. And so they do that. They didn't do that. There are movies that do that. Yeah. They didn't do that in this movie. And so every person that they added to the cast actually added to the movie. And so you have so true. Exactly. You have Riggs who was like this. All right, I'm counting to three, but really I'm starting (laughs) at one. And then you have Mursa that's like, Riggs, where are you? Let's not do this. (laughs) And then you all of a sudden have Joe Pesci coming in. Okay, okay, okay. And he's like this little nervous, never had, you know, never had friends. Like he's just adding himself to them. And they're like, no, you are not a part of this. And he's like, I know you're saying that, but I'm still going to show up. (laughs) And so you, you have that. And then you have him. You don't, I don't, you don't think that this person is going to be another character that just stays in their life. And then they come into three and then you have Lorna who's then added in Mm, and she's like this really, you know, this, this, this sassy cop. 
she 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 is a she's a diva and she is don't mess with her don't all even at the try same time Lorna you know can I, I just can I put it, then, don't try Lorna if this you don't it's good for you don't even try her when she's pregnant you will get got listen and the, thing, the thing the thing I loved about Lorna is that she's another one I would add to the list of like Sarah Connor you know, Clarice Starling of, she's obvious, you don't have to name that she's in this male dominated world because that's what it is. But yeah. it's like, but she is so clearly like, like she never had to demand her respect. She just was respected because, yo, she's over there fighting five dudes. You know what I'm saying? And like, it was just the, like, just that scene when, which is one of my favorite scenes in three with with Riggs was watching her and uh and he was telling Raj like don't worry she got it you know what I mean but it wasn't yeah. like it, it was like he wasn't looking at her like because she was a woman and she got it you know it was just like no she's my peer she's the she photo badass totally because and and when, they, when, when we first encountered her yeah there was a flirtation but but rick's flirts with everybody that's, yeah, um, that's but it was like it was it was she had to prove herself to them but it wasn't because she was a woman it was because right. she was from internal affairs that's right that's so right. that was the distance it was the work that she was doing and yeah. the fact that she uh, was kind of keeping secrets from them that's the distance they had to overcome it wasn't her womanness Mm-mm. you know yeah, but I that's lo- another point he, and he I- knew he knew she was a woman when they started comparing them battle scars <laughs> <laughs> i another love the way they did scene. that and, and bro, another great scene they did a great job and, and, and you can, hit can on just- bro you hit on another very important point which is these movies they did right by that casting in terms of the racial and gender diversity listen even all all i ever want to see is a realistic world where you have extras that just look like the extras that might be there like that's all around and and i gotta you're not on friends where even the extras are all white in new york city right i roll large eye roll big eye roll and i just thought my (sighs) gosh there was obviously (laughs) such an intention around it that you can't get to that beautiful racial exactly you can't get there accidentally Mm -hmm. that was a beautiful intentional work and i just i just i have we have to celebrate this movie for doing that even at a time where it wasn't necessarily happening consistently in the 80s it was just so well done i mean it's one thing to have uh two leads that are different races but for the whole cast to have a balance i was just like it just kept blowing my mind and it, and it didn't need to be, i was so great living yeah they were people living. and even when they brought up race it was done in a way that was funny or strategic like when the uh, the apartheid scene when joe Pesci, what is it, <laughs> Pesci's name in that movie what Leo Gans. thank you when leo is going into the office and he's like listen i have this friend he wants to move to south africa i'm telling him don't it's do not a it. good idea and it's a bad idea i need you to help me to convince him um not to go not to go and the guy is like oh well i don't see why not because the guy is just assuming that it's right and danny glover walks in and the guy is just like 
Well, I don't, why do you want to go? And it's so, I just, I love Oh, you didn't, that you didn't give me bring, that? You didn't I give the best line for that? Oh. But, but you're black. You're black. <laughs> He but was so black. confused. He was so confused. Like, but you're black. Yes. And so it was just and so it was, funny how they were that able to were... bring that in. When Leo guest was, uh, you know, and uh, uh, Murtaugh was like, you dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> he was like, yeah, you dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And you know what else? We're, 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 when we're talking here about these, these, it, so these, funny. these, the way that they, I feel like what we're really talking about is like the character, the, the casting, but it's also the character development, the way that they develop the characters, even if it was a character that didn't have a huge role to play overall. So like that guy in the, um, in the, um, embassy. in the embassy, he just had a couple of lines, but he, it was so well cast. It was so well done. And every single line of dialogue added value for the larger story. And then that made, when we were just talking about that, it made me think about Murtaugh's family. And again, if you were to just write out all their lines, they didn't say much. You know, mm-hmm. um, but we felt their presence because of the way that we were in relationship with them. It was like we're watching this whole family, like in the last and movie, nobody we're watching, was recast. We're watching this whole family mm-hmm. celebrate that they're that the father, that Murtaugh's finally going to retire. And the whole time we've been grappling with like, oh my gosh, the weight that this family has to bear when this man is going out risking his life every single friggin' day. Um, and so it's another one of those subtle things that's happening, but they do it so well, so well. That family relationship. What you, what would it be still, like to be married to a police officer or be the child of a police officer or somebody in the military? You, you spilled yeah. me directly into my next bullet. Which is excellent casting and great acting. Because I'm going to tell you, I'm a big fan, obviously, of the 80s, 90s action movies where it's just ridiculous. I love the ridiculous action. I love Arnold Schwarzenegger. I love, you know, Sylvester Stallone and Chuck Norris and all that stuff where you got somebody running around, getting shot at by 50 people and nobody hits them. I love all that. No, but the problem a machine lot of time, guns abound. Abound. <laughs> abound. Abound. But when it comes to that, but in all movies, there's going to be a part where you got to act. And unfortunately, most times when these action stars get to try to act, like you know, it's like okay, you know, but <laughs> it's like, but it's hard. But but when you think of it's but like you, Stallone. It's a little risky. It's a little risky. But when yeah. you think about the big <laughs> scenes, the big scenes, like the first scene when Murtaugh was, I mean, excuse me, when Riggs was contemplating suicide, that scene is heavy oh. and there's no words. He's just, you know, and, and, and like when he's, when he's, when he finally doesn't do it, he's like, oh, I miss you. You know, you feel that pain. Totally. Like, and, or when, um, or when Murtaugh thought Riggs was about to die. You know what I mean? 
Or when uh, yeah. in the last movie, when Leo went to go, he's a goofy, you know, he's the comic relief mostly, but he was the one when he came to talk to Riggs when he was at in his the, wife's. In the graveyard, yeah. Nailed that scene. Yeah, totally. So, that, so yeah, definitely totally. the cast. Well, on the, on, the, on the topic of acting, yeah. I, I have a question and it could be controversial. Is do Danny Glover a good actor? All right, now I'm the, <laughs> I got to tell y'all, I, I, there were times where I was like, is he doing a good job? Because I wasn't completely sure. You know, there were times where it felt to me like he was just reciting lines. But then I would tell myself, no, that's just how this character shows up and how this character delivers things. Because this is like, a, but then I started to think through Danny Glover's work as I know it. And I had a conclusion, again, in this internal conversation where I was like, you know what? I don't feel like I know his portfolio as well as I thought I did. Because when I was trying to think of Danny Glover movies, I was like, color purple, lethal weapon. And then <laughs> I struggled. I honestly couldn't think. And so I was like, is he doing a good job right now? I, there were moments where I was like, I don't know if he is, you know, I don't know. Did y'all have any moments where it was just like, um, feeling like he was reading or like reciting lines? Did you feel that at all? What about you, Rick? Mm, no. Okay. I felt like his character in this movie, in this series was to be nervous. And to be cautious like a father would. Okay. Like the scene, I was that in two or three where they're walking <laughs> into the this office building with the car that has a bomb in it. <laughs> and he's like, oh, the bomb's caused on the way. Okay. Oh yeah, we're good. We can go ahead and go. That's two. And Riggs is two. And Riggs is like, well, we should go in there. They never show up on time. <laughs> you know, and I just, I'm, I'm watching him. He is more just nervous and kind of uh, a pushover in a sense. So I feel like, I feel like Danny Glover is a, is a good actor. Like he does the roles. And I'm not supposed. hating on Danny Glover really. No, I sure. Was just, I just sure. had some moments like. Well, I'm going to tell you like, like when, when he, especially in three, Lethal Weapon three, that's another thing I loved. Sub point. I love how they just kept the title simple. Lethal Weapon one. <laughs> Two, they didn't say three, lethal or four. weapon. Like, like, yeah, or lethal. That, that's another sub. Uh, yeah. another lethal thing weapon like. two. But We're yeah. in you, Japan. You, you right? ain't gonna worry about the order because they got it exactly right. Like, listen, let me tell y'all something. On the right perspective, I don't know if y'all ever gonna get the Fast and Furious uh, franchise. It's too many. Okay, we just yes. try to know that. We can do the first one possibly. We can do the first one, but 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 um. But in three, when he shot the 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 boy, you know what I'm saying? Okay, in, you in know what, bro? Three, like, Thank seeing him process. Thank you for that. You're that right. Pain, he got in there. Yeah, and like, he did. And when was he crying. was and when he was working up that ladder to get to where that gun came from, I believed it. Yeah. <laughs> I believed yeah. It. Yeah, you know? right. listen, okay. and especially when the young the young cop got shot and he looked at him, he was like another baby. And I said, Danny's about to kill everybody in the city. 
Yeah. You, to find what's going on. I said, Debbie's about to kill everybody. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Oh, you're right. About to Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you for that. I want to, I want to strike my earlier reservation <laughs> because, <laughs> because you're right. You're totally right. I mean, there was, there was, I think, I guess it was just the, the his choices for the character sometimes were just so like straightforward, but, but it was, it was a choice. You know, it was the choice. It was how he like, you know, that's how Mur that's Murtaugh. So, all right. Thank yeah. you for that. Cause you're yeah, right it, on those scenes where he needed to go deeper. Like when he thought Riggs was dead. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's what, right. like, I was like, in all, it. I was like, in it. Like all, anytime one of them had to go serious, they all did it good. Totally. So it doesn't jar you out of the movie. You, right. you know what I mean? Like, like it doesn't jar you out of the movie because a lot of times the action scenes will be great in those old movies. But when they got to talk about something serious, like y'all could have just left this out. For right, because right. You're just obviously, you know, like Van Damme. You know, I love right. me some Van Damme movies, but... Anyway, so I don't know thing Van about... Dan, but I, I know Steven Seagal, and I feel like it's along those lines where it's just yeah. like Steven Seagal. He's but you're great at action, but please don't act. Right. I will tell you another <laughs> thing I loved about the acting was that this this has to be like one of my favorite bromance situations. The two <laughs> of them the perfect, were perfect, they were so great together. The perfect buddy as guy. you're as you're watching it though. I really just felt like I was watching like someone that they've been knowing each other for years. He's coming over. He's in the refrigerator. <laughs> his clothes are folded on the, the dryer. And Britt, and that's I how it would like, be. I was just like, Myrtle, did you just, I mean, Riggs, did you just, you moved in, essentially. But He's that's how it would be. Totally. It would be. And so I just, I love, I loved that so much. Yeah. Um, just how you were just watching this movie, and you don't always get to see that. Just to see. You don't, yeah, but you're just forgetting like... to see them be family. Yeah. And I was just like, I just love it. it so that's much. how that's how it would be. You know, Trish would see Riggs as this guy who, you know, let's make sure we get him a hot meal, he make sure, food. You know, he because he was, watch. you know, he's he's gone through something. Yeah, <laughs> he's living in a trailer with a dog. <laughs> Like I'm just what he clearly even, has emotional. He needs emotional right. support. Oh but even gosh. as his as his character was evolving, he was still is who he is. And so when he was trying to stop smoking, he started turning to dog snacks. <laughs> it was like Riggs, what is happening here? This is why we have to take care of you. You're, you're our <laughs> oldest child. What is wrong? I did. I did like that he had like relationships with the family members like direct with the family members yeah. you know like he was able to combine things and Murtaugh's wife like they had a real relationship he had relationships yeah. with the kids that was so nice thank you for highlighting that sis because yeah, enough, enough, you don't get to see that yeah. you think like when you think about like the buddy like oh we're partners we're ride or die you only see it in the field of battle you don't yeah. get to see it in this way so that I I didn't I didn't get there. So thank you for saying that, sis. That no is problem. something I mean, else and, that and, makes and, it unique. Brit Brittany also made me think about just, when you're thinking about the family dynamic of when Riggs first came over <laughs> and the, you know, the kids were there at the dinner table 
And like, yeah. and you see how she, you know, she was enamored with Rick. Uh, oh, the daughter. daughter. Yeah, and what <laughs> I'm saying yeah, is, so is that anybody who has sisters, as I do, I have several. Each of my account <laughs> for at least four. So I basically have eight sisters. So, <laughs> so but everybody who has sisters. You're welcome. Has, <laughs> Sounds like a fun has, time. Hey, especially when they're when they're young, <laughs> and like you've seen your sisters get googly eyed at, at, at somebody, and like that just rang very true to me. Yeah, like like it the was way so good. you know the way that was, and the way that one of them teased the other one, like you know yeah. she's she likes Mark and she's in love. <laughs> yes, and, like, and you know what, like, bro? And they did not show them be overly. Like, you know, how sometimes we'll show siblings that are just really mean towards each other and yes, they're exactly. saying awful things. Family. It was like, you know, there might be these little spits, but you know that that's not the dynamic of the family. Right. right. I really love that. Even in four, where you're seeing them plan for um, the babies and Lorna just, it's, it's a, it's, you're, you're jumping into their everyday life. So Lorna coming to the house. It's just like it's a Tuesday, like you know, and we're going shopping today. That's like, right. Totally. I just, I really love that. I really yeah. love that dynamic. So. All right, here's here's my next bullet. There are no setups without payoffs, and by that I mean like, and, and this is something that gets lost in the sauce when you watch a lot movies and it over and over again and you start realizing man they left that plot point dangling they left that plot point dangling even if you didn't notice it the first time around but everything in lethal weapon even if it's something small it's like okay we need to show rig's proficiency with the weapon so we'll have him at the shooting range we'll have Murtaugh shoot he's good and then we'll show rig's who's really good so now we have a skill set set so now that makes sense later on when he's sniping right you know or or like they talk about the you know in three where they had the the special tip bullets like and they showed this can even go through a uh a vest and so when Lorna got shot right and they also showed the, the 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 rookie cop get shot and died, even though he had on his vest. Right. So, and then they paid it off big because when Lorna got shot, you're like, even if she had on a vest, she got shot. She and then they pull up, oh, she had on two vests. She had on two vests. Because in the beginning, they showed this could go through a vest. And so, like, every little thing had a payoff. So they mm-hmm. wouldn't set up something. Yeah. With, so that was another major reason why I thought th- these movies are always really good. Yeah. I agree with that, bro. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, great taglines. <laughs> and I'm not going to- They go had through, great taglines. I'm not going to go through all- Listen, I was writing down a list <laughs> Get them, bro. Get them. No, I'm going. I'm down to two. I have. I got down to my two favorites, but please, everybody, know there are so <laughs> many in these movies. But like, when 
at the end of two, right? The end of two, where they finally got, you know, they're, they're, they finally caught the guy, you know, they're, who was uh, laundering the money and selling drugs, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And the diplomatic community, again, this is something that was set up in the beginning that was paid off in the end because we're like, you know, they got off scot-free because the, the bad guys got off scot-free basically in the beginning because of the diplomatic community. And at the end, where they had killed everybody else and it was just the main bad guy <laughs> and he pulled up that badge and he was like, diplomatic immunity. <laughs> and then Mertz Hall had that revolver. He did his little <laughs> neck crack thing. It's just been revoked. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, you are dead. Totally. It gets me every time. I just, totally. love, I just love it every time I see it because it was like you knew what they were trying to do and it didn't matter because they just did it so good. And you know what else? I like the way that they used the taglines. There was one time, I think it was, actually, you know what? I think it was the, it was the movie where they had the, they were in the desert. Was it okay. the first one? Yes. Um, they were in the desert because Murtaugh's daughter had been taken yes. and Riggs is out in the tumbleweeds, you know, aiming his gun. And he he's there by himself as far as he knows but he's so high on his own supply, he still has to make a little quip before he shoots the thing. And so he makes this little comment and in that two seconds, it took for him to get himself all jazzed up and doing talking, giving a tagline instead of shooting, he then gets caught. And so I like that they didn't act like there's always time for a setup line <laughs> before you take the guy out. You know? It's like, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Because literally the time he spent giving that little tag, he could have just solved the whole problem. You know. Stop the person. So I like that they did uh, that. It was very realistic. Yeah. I like that they also, it's probably not a tagline, but just that the little things that they would say to each other. Um, no, those are. So... So, so, okay, well, that part, I think it was, that was four. And the, you know, Riggs is down in the water because the bridge has fallen on him yes. and he can't Wilson. pull it up. And so he's like, Murtaugh's outside. Riggs, where are you? We'll <laughs> be so there. Dramatic. We'll be there. And it's well, like, but they, and that's also another was, setup and payoff. It, it was. Because, and then when he found him, he got down there, he got him, he jumped in the water and they were up. And they're out of the water. And the first thing Riggs is like, what took you so long? <laughs> and I just and I just love that that was their dynamic. Like, yes. I'm sitting here. I was underneath the stone. You just saved my life. What took you so long? Right. I was calling for you. And then he's answering him. The way that they would answer each other in these moments where it's just not a good time to do this. <laughs> I was calling for you, Riggs. I was willing you, willing myself to you. Right. He's like, well... And then he said, but then they high-fived each other and he started to drown and then he picks them back up. And I was yes. like, are these things improv or is this stuff <laughs> that I they actually about I mean, but, but you're, you're just so, because they had so many quotables in the oh. interactions between them. Yeah. And, you know, even the, you know, we're getting too old for this. And, yeah. and like that led into the when they were having a conversation, like, no, we're going to will it not to happen. Yes. Then, again, that was another... <laughs> Payoff. 
because not only is it a tagline, it's also a payoff. Because he's right. like, "Will me, you know, will me, Riggs, will me, Riggs." Yeah. Is another one of one of my favorites, and that um, man, because I was, and I'm just so glad because the next question out of my mouth was going to be, "Which are the ones y'all like?" And I'm just glad that y'all, um, um, you know what I mean. I'm trying to, I'm moments. trying to think about one that stuck with me. Um, you know, I really liked I, back to that scene where you know Riggs is in the water. Before that whole shootout happens, they're having this whole conversation between the two of them. Do you all remember that scene where they're acting like Jet Lee is not sitting there coming? To oh no, they're, they're, they're talking. They're like, listen. You gonna be a, a father? I'm gonna be a grandfather. We not gonna do this. Yeah, yeah. We walk we'll back and get him later. We'll, 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 you know, we uh, we'll, we'll have howitzer or something, which is a huge uh, the gun that goes on a tank, basically. Yeah. Like, we'll, and it's a ridiculous conversation. It's it a was, ridiculous it was, conversation, and but, they're they're just having it. And it was just it was just such a realistic rapport because. When they were having that conversation, I honestly thought about me and Brittany. Because if people walked upon, walked like me and Brittany, sometimes we'll be having these conversations that are so ridiculous that if anybody heard just that, just a piece, they would just be like, what's happening? Something's gone awry. Um, but because it's our little thing, we know what we're talking about and we can follow. And um, me and Brittany have both studied improv. And so sometimes we will find ourselves in these improv holes where we have created <laughs> this like massive windy scenario that is so dumb. So but we're just, we're just agreeing it's with so each other. Absurd. And yes, and, and yes, and, and we're building this ridiculous reality. And so when they were there having that ridiculous conversation, we have the, the organization that is the intergalactic organization over all of the organizations <laughs> of everywhere. Right. <laughs> it, you, that's the right. absurdity. But it rang so true for me that that is the kind of thing that happens when you're just in rhythm with a person. You just start to do things that are so dumb to everybody else. Nobody else will get it. And so I love that they did that. Because it was was like the writer was saying, what does real friendship look like? What does real depth of relationship look like? What happens? Somebody really sat back and thought about that. And then they gave us chances to see it. And that scene just, it also capped off. Because first of all, I, I know a lot of us didn't know nothing about Jet Li before Lethal Weapon 4, even though he has a lot of movies before that. But as far as the U.S., yeah. and so he, he was doing moves in ways we hadn't seen before. Oh. And I'm going to tell you. Whoa. There are a couple of things. When you say that, that makes me like appreciate there are, it more. There are a couple of things that happened in that theater that made everybody <laughs> go berserk. And I'm gonna tell you, when he ripped that top off of that gun, we had never seen that like that. <laughs> and, and just because if you remember, because the scene we're talking about is when because that them families always getting kidnapped or something. So they were oh, getting no, tied up. Move. Let me tell you something. <laughs> by the end by the end of four, they sure were moving. That house but, was a burn. Oh, that house was gone. There's no remodeling. But, but you just move. saw 
But Kyle's even seeing go. him, and they showed his prowess when he killed the first dude. Like how yes. easily he killed him. Yeah. But then you're seeing him watch the thugs. Like, let me watch y'all fight. He was up the stairs a little bit. And he was like, I'm not getting involved yet. Because when I come down there, it's all. So, you know, so he yeah. was just watching. Yeah. And then I'm going to tell y'all, when he jumped over that banister, everybody was going crazy. <laughs> and like, you're he's doing the fight. And then they catch him with the guns. And you're like, oh, they got him. And then he rips that top of that slide right off. And then they brought it back in the conversations that I was talking about because they're just as friends going through, you know, he's too good. I mean, we, we can't fight him. He's too good. Like we're old. We're going to be, you know, we're, we're going to, you know, we got things going on. Our priorities have changed, but you know, he's too good. He's too good. You know, like that thing with the gun, that thing with the gun. How did he do that thing with the gun? I mean, how, how? And it was like, without, I even, love it. Even without discussing it, they were just looking at her. I was like, "We're about to do this, are we?" Yeah, but we're, we're just like, this. This is... it was like, "All right, let's go ask it." Yeah, it's like when it's like when, it's like when two friends, are, it's like when two friends are like, you know, we're totally starting our our weight loss plan today. Absolutely. <laughs> today, today, absolutely. And you know what? Let's go to the movies tonight. We can start over tomorrow because I really want some of that candy. <laughs> Me too. We'll start over tomorrow, fresh in the morning, midnight. We're going. It was it, it was that type of that. That's that right. Type they can't step away from that. They was trying. They was trying. We're talking, we'll but we tomorrow. already know what we're about to do. We already we know, what know what we're about to what do. We're going to do. I I love that. Or like that part. What was that? I think that that was my might have been the beginning of four, where he was the man with the the fire blaster. And first of all, where did they come up with this idea to like, let's have a crazy man in the middle of the street right. with a fire blast that's right. crazy man. his mind, basically. He was like, listen, you distract right. him, take off your clothes and start making chicken sounds. And so <laughs> it just makes me the other thing of their dynamic where Mur- Murtaugh was like, yeah, you think that worked? And he was like, no, I just wanted to see if you were going to do it. And it was, this is this is just like the, the pieces of their relationship where Riggs is just messing with the Murtaugh. He's yes. just messing with them. Yes. Like that whole story where, where the daughter, um, she does the commercial and it's a condom commercial. And Riggs, he's like, Riggs, don't say nothing. I haven't seen the commercial. I don't know what it's supposed to be. And Riggs is like, of course, I'm about to tell everybody. So everybody sees his daughter in the condom commercial. And of course, there's the teasing. There's the whole condom tree on his desk at one point. And then there's even the paper ad about him. And he's like, Riggs, it's like who keeps putting this up and, and as Murtaugh's walking away and it's rigs and everybody is just in on it having a good time yeah just, just cracking up yeah and it's just, i just love how um that dynamic of i'm the jokester i'm always going to get my serious friend and and, and he's going to do it he's going to do also it. their I age mean, difference it's also their age yeah. difference it's like yeah, it's a like different, a different generation gap yeah. it's the generation gap that he's mocking sometimes and it's yeah. just so it's so real that's what it, it would be and it that's is. why it's so fun to watch it is fun I, i'm I gonna like tell that. you i i don't i have to mention before we move on because I only had to, I got to mention my other favorite tagline. Oh, yeah. Was uh, when he, uh, at the end of three, when he threw him the, the Uzi at the very end of the movie because he was, he, the, the bad guy was driving a, a um, 
what's the uh, bulldozer yeah. driving a bulldozer at it and he couldn't get through because you know it was a bulldozer he couldn't shoot through it and so uh Murtaugh threw him the gun with the special bullets in it and he said here cop killers <laughs> and so then he shoots he shoots through obviously and he's able to kill him and he was like ex-cop killers <laughs> because, <laughs> because the, so the bad guy was an ex-cop yeah yeah and i just i asked another one man and it, which which really leads me into my last bullet which is wait bro, about- but that part i thought was hilarious because i just thought of how it was comical to me of how slow the tractor was going <laughs> i just thought it was so oh, comical and it was like i'm coming for you Brittany, you just like, here's here's the so thing, Brittany. Slow. You just let me. It's like so you're perfectly. not going faster than five miles per hour right now. Like you're going one mile per hour. What is you're not going is. fast. Right, right. But, it's not but, gonna go fast, but it just seems it was just so funny. I was like, you have so much time to die. You really you have a lot of time me, to die and get away. You have so much time. You let me perfectly, perfectly led me into my last bullet. Perfectly. You perfectly because my, this we talked about before about them sticking to the formula but what i'm saying is is i love how they just i love when movies be what they are i love that and what i mean by that is is Riggs gonna shoot down a helicopter with a nine millimeter pistol yes yes he is is he gonna jump out of a car and catch up with somebody on the highway and he's running by cutting yes. down an alleyway yes yeah yes he's going he's going to do absolutely is is not only this slow moving bulldozer going to give him enough time to get the other gun <laughs> is it also is he also going to die so perfectly so that his foot goes on the gas and he rams into the already burning building that oh somehow gosh. burns everybody except for Riggs, <laughs> Murtaugh, and Lorna. But in the middle yes. of all this, fun, yes, 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 it is. yes, yes, that's it right. is. yes, yes, I love all of it. Good. It is because don't try and it's like, yo, when we're we're making a movie, we're entertaining you. Like there's serious movies out here, but this is Lethal Weapon. So guess what? We are doing Lethal Weapon stuff. Yes. Well, one thing I don't want us to miss is that we didn't really talk about Chris Rock and how him. He was um, he, he, he was he wasn't he, was, he wasn't that funny to me, but I still really? enjoyed him. Mm-hmm. I thought that was my favorite Chris Rock role. I still enjoyed yeah. him, but I think it's just because and I, I thought he was a little nervous self. And I thought <laughs> um, he was a good, just like you were talking about earlier, where he was a good addition. Yeah, yeah he, he was. Uh, he I would definitely agree with wasn't that. too much, mm-hmm. wasn't too little. And and how he was able to riff on um Leo gets, you know, because Leo's thing was, you know, they always talking about how he's getting screwed. You know, first it was at the drive-through. That is you know, like so like he talks that about it, so it, but when they were both um um talking about the cell phones that was a great if remember cell phones were just like yeah coming yeah. out yeah at that point so it was just a very hilarious conversation especially at the time because everybody could kind of relate because yeah. that's how cell phone service was 
at, at oh, the gosh. time. You know, your first baby. It was baby, funny. I was like, like man, yeah, this yeah, is so that. true. Yeah. So, yeah, but know. yeah, I I definitely so, so yeah, he was he was without talking about him. Yeah, he was yeah. he was a, he was a another great addition. And the other thing I love is that they didn't give him Chris Rock wouldn't have been able to act on the level of a Joe Pesci or a, a Danny Glover or a Mel Gibson. So they didn't give him that serious moment. You know what I mean? And I don't know if that was intentional, but I'm just saying it felt like the, the heavy scenes they gave to the people who can handle it and the people like Chris Rock who were going to be great. Like in when he, when he was talking stuff on uh, Leo Getz in the car, and he was like, I got to be a perp. Look at the suit. Look at the bag. Totally. Check out the gun. Totally. License. Registration. <laughs> I mean. He had a little bit of a it. serious part. He had to still pretend like it was his first time meeting Rianne when that's. And that was good. And it was. And, and he did out. good. And it was just. It was subtle. It was a little look. He can handle that. He did that. He can handle yeah. that. He can handle the look. Hopefully he didn't take too many takes. But the point I'm trying to say is they let everybody play to their strengths. Yep. Yeah. They let everybody play to their strengths. Yep. And, and that's, well. this is the kind of movie where we'll, we'll never, ever be able to ever, ever, ever guess what hit the cutting room floor. You know, right. how, how much improv did Chris Rock give them that oh, just man. didn't work and we'll never see it? Um, how much did Joe Pesci, like, be a a nervous mess and we'll never get to see it you know and that's um, another thing because we we um we were speaking earlier about how both of you haven't seen that many joe pesci movies and yeah, and like i haven't seen it and when you know like we'll watch a couple goodfellas yeah, put that put goodfellas on the list okay. so that that so like we yeah. see the extremes of how I could do, I just love Joe Pesci. Because he could go from the yeah, most. Yeah, see, I need, to be, I need to be able to respect huh? him. Joe Pesci's way. not home alone. Oh, yes, yep. he is. That's right. That's right. He's, he's also alone. my cousin Vinny. That's how I can. Yeah. He's in him. my cousin Vinny, and he's in Goodfellas. He's in Home Alone, and he's in. Um, he's very diverse. Yeah. Man. He's great. And that's, he's good that's, at all. That's of it. one of those. This is one of those unsung. I wonder, has he ever won any awards? Huh. Oh, he's. I, you I, know I what? I'm like going to put. Very since, I, since I'm in the content planner, putting in <laughs> Goodfellas, I'll just put Joe Pesci. Maybe we'll figure out a way to like. Maybe we'll figure it out. Him. We'll see. Something. Yeah. All right, let's vote. Let's vote. Let's vote. Let's vote. So, Bro, I mean, does obviously the... it gets my countdown. Duh. I'm sorry. Got his countdown you, from the beginning. You don't, you don't care about the format of someone posing the question <laughs> so that you can respond, bro. Does <laughs> the I've been restraining myself for the past hour and a half, <laughs> bro. Do you care that we need to start slicing our podcast up into clips for advertising? We got to get this, these bites, okay, bro. Does the lethal that was weapon so cool. franchise you your white? That was so cool. <laughs> Does the lethal weapon franchise get your countdown? Yes, it gets my countdown. The Which is weapon- really a count up, actually. One, two, three. Anyway, but yes, it gets yes, my countdown. Count. Well, it gets I, my count. It, it gets, gets my count. count. It gets my count. Yes. You know, for me, I will tell you, and you know, I shared this as I was watching it. I watched the movies four nights in a row. 
So I watched it a Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night. And I will tell you all, I watched the first one. I watched the second one and I honestly was not looking forward to watching the third. And I was not looking forward to then watching the fourth. And so I want to say- She was on the struggle bus. I was, and it was. And so I want to say that it gets, the franchise gets my count, but I do not recommend it for a binge. I don't. And it is not to take away from these movies, but I just don't think that they, and because I am a person that is good at binge watching. Mm-hmm. Like I, for me, going through a series of movies or a television show over a couple of days, I don't, I don't lose the luster typically. But it was hard to watch these four days in a row. And so I wish I hadn't, to be honest with you. I wish I had given myself some space. Mm-hmm. So I want to name that. I want to say it gets my count, but I think I would recommend they are not binge movies. And maybe it's because they do too good of a job of keeping the recipe. But it was just like, oh my gosh, here we go again. Yes. But for all the reasons that we've always talked about, about what makes a movie a classic, um, this franchise, it has, it truly has pieces that are so special that they, um, they add to cinema uh, overall. And also there were some amazing performances and each of the movies in the franchise can stand alone and be appreciated. So you know, for those reasons. And I have to just, again, like their, their intention around diversity, gender and race, I have to celebrate. So for those reasons, yes, it gets my count. Sis? I will tell you, it absolutely gets my count. It is definitely considered a classic to me. Um, I think the entire franchise is great. I, I was opposite from my sister. I enjoyed watching each. I look forward to each one <laughs> and I appreciated how it, did it it took me away from my expectation and it, it threw me off a bit because I was like wow I just didn't imagine it being so dramatic In but it beginning. didn't disappoint mm-hmm. me it didn't yeah. disappoint me yeah. so I do appreciate um uh the, the entire franchise and I think it's something that's going that's going to last and people will always enjoy any of the lethal weapons no matter which one of them is on yeah there's a timelessness in them I mean this though this they're just quality. Yep. You know? I'm about to go watch it again right now. Oh, that's, so that's there joy. you have You're it, folks. The Lethal Weapon franchise is a classic <laughs> from the right perspective. Bro, <laughs> bro and sis, we have officially kicked off season two of our that's podcast. It. It I is. am so excited to be on the show. S2E1. Let's see what season two has in store. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. That's the right perspective. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.